0: Before we get started. Before
1: we get started.
0: This show is about the game Hero Clicks. It's kinda like chess, but with superpowers. We realize we're complete, total, utter nerds about it. Nerds about it. But you know what? We don't even care. This is clicks in it. This is clicks in it. So if you're a noob, a casual player, or an insane competitive junkie, you found your new home. And now your gaming superheroes: Adam, Dan, Kane, Austin, and Miles. Let's do this. Hello, everybody out there in Clicksland, and welcome to another episode here on Clicksing. It, I like always, am your host, Adam. We are recharged and back on the air. This is episode 178. We have a lot to talk about. Talk about Dan and Ryan are back. Uh, so let's get straight into the news. That was one of our quicker openings for the podcast. Uh, first thing is that we are proud to announce that we are actually going to be having our Cheesehead Championship coming up on August twenty. Let me get the official date on here. August 26th. So that's going to be held in Kenosha, Wisconsin at Ryan's Venue. We normally have these events at the venue that I judge at in uh, New Berlin, but it is quite small. They can only hold about 20 people, and that kind of shies away a lot of players. So uh, Ryan's venue is called Coliseum Games, and it can hold quite a few more. Uh, Ryan, how many would you say that that place holds?
2: Uh, They said they could do 40, I I believe, no problem.
0: Okay, okay. Uh, So 40 is a good number. If we get that many, that's awesome. If we don't, not a big deal, but it's definitely better than a 20 cap players because like you said before, that does shy some people away. So it's going to be August 26th. It's going to be a $40 buy-in and you're going to pay upon arrival. You can still sign up on the win. We still have to officially make that because we're still working out those details, but you'll sign up on the win. You'll show up day of, and then you'll pay. It's going to be 300 modern, you know, just your regular traditional modern event. And the this prizing is based off 20 people. So if we can get 20 people showed up, this will be our prizing. First place will be a case of the newest set. Hopefully it's notorious by then. And you'll get the first place trophy. Second place, you'll get a brick of the most current set. Third place, you'll get seven boosters. Fourth place, you'll get fifth. And then fifth through eighth, you'll get two boosters. So we are going to be doing a top cut to top eight. And Fellowship Prize for either the best team or best player, you know, one that maybe took it on the chin the most or everyone just had a happy or fun time playing. They will also receive a brick and a trophy. But our goal is for everyone that shows up to walk away with something. We're not going to have, like, the older Connellys and stuff like that. It's going to be newer stuff. So if you do show up to this, you will walk away with something. Registration right now is tentatively 10:30. we're trying to make sure that someone can be there to open the doors at 10 30. registration <laughs> closes at 11 so if you show up at 11:01 sorry uh, actually we'll probably you know let you in but um, we're gonna close registrations at around 11 o'clock so we can start getting seats and we want the dice to roll at 1115. Our goal is probably four rounds of Swiss. And then cut to top eight at around 5 o'clock. We will have a dinner break in there from 4 to 4.45. And then we'll start doing seating at, you know, 4.45. And then the dice roll for top eight at 5 o'clock. We will also be doing battle royales off to the side. So if you start getting smacked in the first two rounds and you don't want to play anymore, battle royals will be available as well. And then our judges for the event will be Daniel and Anthony Barnstable. So we got two great judges for us. And it should be a great time. I'm really excited for it. I've been spreading the word to a lot of people. sounds like a lot of people are interested, and we hope that you can come. So August is a great time in Wisconsin. It's only a one-day event. We'll hang out afterwards. I don't know if there's any bars in the Kenosha area, Ryan, but I'm sure there are some good (laughs) ones out there. Um, Uh, it, It is Wisconsin, so I'm sure that the Coliseum Games has a bar in its play area as well because that's how we do things here in Wisconsin. But uh, It's yeah. not too far from the uh, downtown area. There's there's plenty of stuff like that. Yeah, so it's going to be a great time. Hope everyone can make it. And if we can get more than 20 people, that prizing will even get bigger. Uh, so, yeah, if you can make it, awesome. And once we get that on the win, we'll officially post the poster and the win link. And we hope everyone can uh, show up. Uh, what else?
2: And, uh well the uh, once we get it up and uh, we can post it on the, the page on Facebook too. If there's any like questions about rulings and stuff like that, definitely ask sooner than later so we can get that iron out and everybody knows what to expect.
0: Yes, once Ryan gets it up, make sure you contact him. Um, <laughs> next, uh, Gen Con. It's actually happening. We actually got an official statement from WizKids saying that they will be having events at Gen Con. So that is going to be August 3rd through the 6th. So that's going to be about three weeks before our event. Figure gives people time to recharge, refund their bank accounts, stuff like that. Um, And it looks like they're going to be having uh, qualifiers on Thursday, two on Friday, and then one on Saturday. And the one on Thursday is going to be at noon to four. Friday is going to be nine to one. Friday is going to be one to five. <clears throat> and then the one on Saturday is going to be nine to one o'clock. All those are $20 entry fees. So everyone, good luck to who's showing up. I am planning on going. I'm pretty sure Dan's plan on going. Dalton's going to go. I know Ryan can't, but there will be some members of the Clixing It crew there. Also, they do have a couple other events. They're going to have a themed tournament on Thursday. They're going to have a pulp tournament, which we'll talk about in a minute, on Friday. Uh, They're going to have two Silver Age events, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. And then they're going to have another theme on Sunday and another pulp on Sunday. So, again, all those are $20 entry fees. Should be a good time. And they're going to have my favorite things there, which is Battle Royals. That's what I'll be participating in the most. Uh, Right now, I'm only going Friday through Saturday, Uh, maybe in the Sunday, not sure yet, but I definitely will be going for a little bit. It's not that far of a ride for me, and they will have the Bibles as well. Oh, I forgot to say, they are actually doing the Exasword storyline play again. If you didn't get it on the last time or you want to try it again, they are going to be doing that as well. I don't see that in the special events, so I'm not sure when or where they're doing that but they say that it's going to happen on the page i'm on right now. But the bibles are going to be Hawkeye and Hawkeye, Batman and Space Coast and what were the two that are being sold at San Diego Con? Is anybody Mermaid, remember? Batman
2: I think Mermaid Batman and Hawkeye and Hawkeye are Comic Con. Okay, so Space and, Coast and, and Space Wonder, Coast, Wonder Woman I think too actually. So then what's going to be new at this Gen Con?
0: The Wonder Woman? Um, I
2: don't know if they're buyables or they're dropping them on BRs. I saw something about Gwen Thor and uh, the Venom God of the Symbiots or something like that. See,
0: according to this, it says that those are going to be for Battle Royals. It says pl- players participating in Battle Royals will have a chance to win Marvel Hero Clicks Thor Gwen, and Venom God of Symbiots for the first time. Yeah, so, so those are getting dropped in the BRs. So those are getting dropped. Those are not going to be buyables. That's how I'm reading that
2: um here we go uh gen con is the the wonder woman trio uh and then it also i uh, don't know it says that gwen thor and uh venom goddess symbiotes are That says available i think they're going to be buyables too okay probably i don't just because they're single releases whereas that other one is three figures so
0: that one's not going to get dropped probably but the other two will probably get
2: dropped yeah
0: um, I know they've done that in the past where only certain figures you can only win in Battle Royals. The other ones are buyables. So we'll have to see. I know I had someone reach out to me and said that uh, Gwenthor and Venom a symbiotes were going to be the ones dropped in Battle Royals. But if they're available to buy, that's even better. And as me and Dan learned last year, get there super early. <laughs> and get your tickets right away. And don't forget that there is a time change between Wisconsin (laughs) and Indianapolis because we had it all planned out. Well, we were going to get there, I think, at 9 o'clock, and then we're driving, and all of a sudden, that clock just jumped an hour, and we ended up being an hour late, and we weren't able to get our tickets, but luckily we already had some players down there, and they were able to give us or get us um, the figures that we wanted. So just remember that time change. It is tricky. Uh, So that is Gen Con. And then Ryan wants to talk a little bit about Pulp. Now, I know this has been discussed pretty much everywhere on Facebook and on other podcasts. Uh, also, speaking of Facebook, we do have a new page right now. It is called the Hero Clicks or the Clicksing It Community page with Dan set, set up for us. Uh, I'm still waiting for Facebook on our old page, which has been about a month. Not sure what's going on on that end, but uh, our other page is still inaccessible by any of us for some reason. So make sure you check out the Clicksnet It community page for any kind of updates about Patreon or anything in HeroClix, things like that. But Ryan, why don't you quickly talk about what Pulp format is?
2: Uh, well, Pulp is one of two new formats that uh, people are getting excited about. Pulp is probably the one that people are talking about a lot more than the other one where you're playing theme. Uh, but basically it's just common, uncommon, rares. And as of right now, it's only from booster sets, so no miniatures games, starters, uh, gravity feeds, anything like that. Uh, and They haven't said anything about tarot cards, but that's probably a no. Uh, no equipment and no um, map bonuses, I believe, is the other thing. And the sideline is even more limited to one per 100 points, so on average you'll see three uh, sideline spaces.
0: And they haven't said anything about team-up cards yet, have they?
2: No, that's the other thing that's going to make a big difference because there's a lot of common uncommon rare teams that will be a lot better if they can play certain team-up cards for sure. So that would be a very easy thing to just answer, um, but they have not. So, But I know there's uh, venues that are already running with these, um, these new formats, so it would be nice to get a couple more answers so everyone's kind of playing with the same rules instead of just assuming Um, But no primes also.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited about this format. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the competitive modern field right now just because I don't like – um, to see some of the same figures over and over. But I'll probably see that in Pulp anyways. But Pulp is definitely something that I can get behind to play in more competitive formats, whether it be at Gen Con or Worlds or wherever it be at our own store. But I, I do like the format. I am interested. And then the other format they are talking about is themed format. Dan, do you want to take that one?
1: Uh, sure. Hold on a second. I didn't have that pull up quite yet.
0: Sorry, oh. I caught you off guard there.
2: Well, what's funny about the theme is that's kind of what we've been playing for three years. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the the rules to that are almost identical to what we do once a month for the last three years.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So theme format puts, uh, so they're talking about, they're putting flavor first, highlighting the squad of heroes and villains from HeroClix, obviously. Um, all characters on a build, including those on the sideline, must share a printed keyword Additionally all game elements are considered to be unique so it's Highlander and Highlands are capped at one game element per 100 points of the build um, theme so it's trying to highlight force construction and rewarding people that build themes and that can synergize things together. Um, so they said their first one's gonna debut at Gen con this year as a 300 point Silver Age event with the following restrictions no additional team abilities, battlefield conditions characters that use a d20 event dials, feats, Location bonuses, resources, or special terrain. Additionally, any game element banned in Silver Age is also banned. That's interesting because I feel like Silver Age doesn't stretch back far enough for a lot of that. But eh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's just weird. They that, specifically posted that.
0: Definitely not battlefield conditions because the last set that had battlefield conditions I want to say was Justice League, and that was long time ago. Um, I know I did post something on Facebook a while back. <clears throat> about um battlefield conditions, and you guys can give your thoughts too, but with legacy cards, how would you guys feel if they didn't do just figures if they did b f c s if they did feet cards, if they did relics well I know they do they they reprint maps, but there are some maps back in the day that I would like to see come back <clears throat> excuse me in modern, but now that they are sixteen by sixteen, that might not be. Uh, something foreseeable in the future, but I would like to see them have other game elements that were big things back in the day, rather than just figures.
2: I'd like to see the uh, the ATAs, the additional team abilities, come back. Yep. They need to all be reworked, pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's but, uh, I
2: cool
1: thing I could get behind. I'm not sure about the other some of the other elements. Like ATAs were felt like they were decently balanced. Yeah, they had to be updated, but that felt like out of the things I've played for that like those eras, I think that was the
2: yeah, there's teams that you don't even ever think of. And then there's stuff where, uh, like, you get willpower or something with
0: everybody or, or just yeah. stuff that's not going to really be viable anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it'd be something like just to switch it up a little bit rather than just figure, like, take the trash figures out there making, like the Nick Fury and like the current one we got and some other ones, throw something else in there or just start picking all good figures <laughs> and that are. Like I don't think anyone remembers that Nick Fury from back then. Like he wasn't a big staple in many people's teams. He was just kind of there. So well, I don't think
2: anyone's going to remember him going forward either. So. No, it's just it yeah. was a
0: very odd choice for that for that one. Uh, but yeah. we'll talk more about legacy figures on the next episode. This episode, we're going to be breaking down the Avengers 60th anniversary set. We're going to go commons, uncommons, and rares, and then next week where we'll be doing the super rares chases and legacy guards we will also be talking about our cool event that we're having this Sunday at our venue, which is D and D hero click style, where I'm going to be the dungeon master and everybody else is going against me as they try to go through my dungeon. We got a big turnout for that. I think right now we have nine or 10 people signed up. So it should be a super fun time on Sunday. All right. Oh, do you want to talk about States real quick?
2: Uh, Oh, yeah, so uh, we did get uh, the Wisconsin State uh, Championship at the same venue as we're running the Cheesehead uh, Championship, so that's going to be at Coliseum Games. That's on Saturday, July 29th. We're still trying to get a 10.30 registration time, but it could be 11. That'll be updated once we figure that out for sure. But we're good to go. Um, it's going to be July 29th, which is a Saturday, and I haven't seen too many other venues nearby us that have run that same date. So, hoping to get a couple people from
1: out of town also for that. Yeah, but- that's why I I went around and I asked the other states adjacent to us. Hey, are you guys ho or people that I knew that I was like they probably know if they're hosting states, and I asked which which if the if the they were holding anything in that time period. So I we got a date. Luckily, that worked. So.
0: So yeah, our crew is gonna have a very busy July and August. We got the States on the 29th. we got Gen Con the following week, and then on August twenty sixth we have the Cheesehead Championship. So lots of cool stuff coming to the Wisconsin Hero playgroup. play group. Um also
1: the prize support for States is very large. So I did we did order um a the States kit, but we also added a lot to it. So it should be um a good time for i think whoever is there um you're gonna walk away with i would think a pretty decent amount of prizing
0: we also have a win a map coming up which is on july 2nd which is for the friends forever map at our venue at um gamers realm so lots of competitive events coming up in the wisconsin area so if you're in the area uh check out either gamer realms or coliseum gaming for those events
2: all right, about let's... time. It's been th- like three or three and a <laughs> half years since we've had regular events
0: going on like this. Yeah, the last—I mean, we did have the Clicksing at Cheesehead Championship that I just shortened to Cheesehead Championship last November, I think it was, and we had a couple of Widow Maps too in there. But uh, it's been mostly casual play for us here in Wisconsin. But we are going to try to mm-hmm. make it a little bit more competitive. All right, so let's get into Avengers 60th. I believe everything has spoiled. Also, happy pre-release day. Uh, You've probably been seeing a lot of posts on Facebook about people selling their stuff already. Uh, That's kind of what happens on pre-release day, but uh, good luck to everybody out there that uh, pulled well, and sorry to everyone that didn't pull well. We are also combining the D&D event on Sunday and the pre-release where basically the D&D... Uh, Event that I'm holding is you have you pick one figure that has a weapon in their sculpt between 75 and 100 points that you're going to use for the entire match. It's about a four hour story and then they can level up as they go through and stuff like that. But um, I didn't want us to not have a pre-release because we're not having really any events in June uh, because of scheduling conflicts. So I decided that we're if you just show up and play in the events, you're going to be able to get three boosters of Avenger 60th. And I wanted them to open beforehand because if they do pull a figure that they want to play that meets the qualifications, they can. And no, Ryan Morgan Lefay's skull necklace and her big knockers does not count as a weapon for the D and D event. So I apologize. That's your call, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, even though some. Knockers can be a deadly weapon, but and I think she's 100 points on the dot, too, isn't she? Yes, she is. I think so,
1: yeah. Top dial,
0: yeah. Otherwise, she can. I think she's 50 at her other low or line. She's a very different PCA lower, yeah. Yeah, Uh, but let's get into the comments. So, uh, we'll go through these uh, a little bit more in depth. We'll just say if they're useless, if they're casual, if they're sealed, um, or if they're going to be maybe seen in the meta. So First one we have is another Black Panther. We always seem to get a Black Panther in Avenger set, but why not? Uh, 60 points. Uh, has a trait, leap climb, and stealth. And then has a defense ability on his attire dial. Super senses willpower. When Black Panther uses willpower and succeeds, you may also remove an action token from a friendly character with a shared keyword within four squares. Probably not going to play this guy at 60. If you're in sealed, maybe because he does have um, Outwit uh, and then in his lower dial. He is 35 points, but I don't think he does enough for your team. To be honest, he's just like your casual run-of-the-mill Black Panther.
2: I think he's better than some of the other ones. I know there's a team-up card one that's okay, but uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
1: say this is like he's a stellar common. Like that's like for the 01, I'd say he's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I just don't think you're gonna see him in competitive sealed for sure, but uh, competitive no. Uh, Bowman, 40 points. Uh, Hydra TA starts off with Running Shot and Psychic Blast, uh, ignores characters for targeting, and has a trait when a friendly character with Hydra team ability is KO'd, modify Bowman's damage until the end of your next turn. Now, we kind of discussed this um, in our Discord, but we're not big fans of figures where your team has to be hurt or KO'd to get a buff to that character. Now it wow. is
2: cool with them though is that you can spawn um, one of the guys that we'll talk about later he can spawn one of the generics in this set you can also still pair him with uh, like Red Skull from Avengers Forever and you can just send out the um, the generics and have them get KO'd and pump up these guys damage actually pretty high so yep. you have uh, Red Skull shooting out uh, Pulse Wave generics and if they die then all of a sudden these guys are kind of getting ramped up
0: yeah I mean, he's not bad for forty. I mean, you're doing three damage a like blasts. That's never a bad thing, and you're ignoring yeah. characters, so you can make a human yeah. shield behind him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The
1: thing is, yeah, he has he has a good targeting for forty points with average range, which is good.
2: Yeah, I got. I know it's not going to be competitive, but I'm actually pretty excited for these Hydra four guys. Um,
0: and then uh, just having a Hydra be a playable keyword now. Uh, sealed for sure. You're playing this guy, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Um. And it'll be interesting with this new set how good Hydra is. But uh, competitive, probably not. Uh, Monica Chang, 25 points.
2: She's going to get my vote for
0: worst piece in the set, I think. Worst piece? Yeah. All right, take it away. Tell us why she is the worst (laughs) piece in this entire set. You heard it here first.
2: Well, she is 25 points. Uh, she has, when establishing theme teams, you may choose a friendly character with the robot keyword to gain the shield keyword. This game, that chosen character has the shield team ability. And She's got a special image power, which is when a friendly character with the shield keyword attacks one or more characters, Monica Chang hit this turn, modify their attack, plus one. So she is a 8 stealth with only 3 range. Uh, and then, no attack powers at all, and a seventeen toughness, so yeah she's just not doing much at all, and she makes it sound like she can do some fancy stuff, but I just you're not gonna see her ever and you you're probably not even putting her on your sealed team unless you played nine other pieces, pieces and you 're at uh two seventy five
0: i mean a twenty five point figure that 's five clits long and is a body blocker for stealth with shield i mean. You can't argue with that for seal, to be honest, for me. Um, I like body blockers with shield. I mean, <clears throat> you put a couple of these, I shouldn't say a couple, but if like you have one and you have a Bowman, now Bowman has a seven range and someone to hide behind. I don't see
2: it. It's uh, a 17 toughness. She's getting destroyed and scoring me 25 points pretty quick.
0: Yeah, but. It's only twenty five points. That's how I see that. If you if you want to try and sink five damage in this person for twenty five points, go ahead. That's how I see that. I don't think her head of the AI division is worth anything. I don't know when you're ever gonna maybe do a robot on a shield team. There are some obviously some things, but um, and then what is her when a friendly target with a shield keyword attacks one or more characters, Monica Chain, yeah. And that's the thing. She's not an attacker, so that's... A, not going to yeah, attack, yeah. That's kind of a pointless thing, too. At the three range, you're right. One thing you will find out with this set is that they really drop the values. Before
2: they announced it, you can tell something was up with Avengers Forever, but going forward, it's pretty clear with a lot of the uh, speeds and um, ranges that there's uh, been a drop going forward for sure.
0: Yeah. I like her in shield. That's about it. Um, if you have the 25 points or you need a body blocker and a shield. I like her for that. Uh, Hydra agent, 15 points. Hydra team ability with a trait that when a Hydra agent is KO'd after resolutions, you may heal one click on up to two friendly characters with the Hydra team ability. Uh, Just a running shot, 10 attack, 2 damage character for, you know, 15 points. You can't really go wrong with that either.
2: And this is the guy that um, Militant
0: um, generates? Yes. So I don't think he's bad for 15 points. He's a good filler for a sealed team. Mm-hmm. Dan, you like Winter Soldier? Tell us about this Winter Soldier. Not this one. Okay. <laughs> they just don't like Winter Soldier. Uh, like, I mean, it depends because if you're talking about like the
1: Disney Plus one, he's yeah, really good. That one's, one's really not. good, but like, um, okay, so this one is 50 points. He has five range. He's team player. He's got Assassin, Avengers, Hydra, Pass, Soldier, Spy, and Thunderbolt keywords. He has one trait. He is six clicks long. His trait is, if Winter Soldier is adjacent to a friendly character named Captain America, he can use ESD. If Winter Soldier is adjacent to a friendly character named Falcon, he can use combat reflexes. So he starts with a 6-11-17-3, and he's running shot, uh, no attack power, uh, toughness, and ranged combat expert. And that's for three clicks, and then he shifts to sidestep, precision strike, toughness, and close combat expert. So, not bad. The trade's kind of neat. Um, I like it for team building, but uh, I don't like him otherwise. He has one bolt, so, I mean...
0: Yeah. I mean, he is doing 12 for 3, which isn't bad for a 50-point character, and he has team ability or um, team player. But the 6 running shot, and I know they're going lower with combat values, but he just doesn't really do anything Winter soldiery yeah if you're
2: gonna play one it's gonna be the disney plus one it's actually kind of cool and fun to play yeah he
0: just it's just his first half of his dial is range the back half of his dial is close combat and like it just doesn't seem very winter soldier to me um ryan you have arms like captain america talk about captain america
2: Uh, This Captain America for 30 points is not bad. He's got a uh, it's only a charge with an 8 speed 11 attack, no powers uh, an 18 special defense power and 3 damage. The special defense power is defend energy shield deflection and toughness Um, and then he's got the shield team ability. Um, 18 defend is fine in the uh, sealed. I thought he had leadership and he does not so he is slightly less
0: good than I thought. Yeah, he's, that's about it for him. He's a shield guy. He'll give you a defend. He'll give you a shield. Um, he's, he's a sealed guy. He'll, he's got defend. He's got shield. That's about it. If he had leadership, I think he might see play in competitive for being 30 points.
2: And, you know, six clicks of health isn't bad either. Or he dies on click six. Yeah.
0: Uh, Black Widow, <clears throat> 50 points. Avengers TA, which, remember, is different now. Uh, she has a trait for all characters with this trait, when an opposing character within range, a lot of fire uses perplex or outwit after resolutions, roll a D six, four through six deal, the opposing character one damage. So kind of Felix Faust isk, but not really, but she is a stealth piece with an 18 combat reflexes. Unfortunately, she does have in cap. So you're probably not using that too much, but she does have outwit. Uh, so she is an 11 attack for three damage. Uh, she's probably She's going to be hard to kill, especially on top dial, if you can get her there. And uh, she's a nice little tie-up piece if you want to throw her up and have them deal with a 20 defense up close. So she's not terrible, but she's also not great. Um, I have no problem playing her in a seal event, especially with the uh, stealth.
2: One thing you'll see in this set is they're starting to add uh, more um, phrases like, for all characters with this trait. So, that things don't stack anymore, which is really good. So, things like um, the prize APOC or the death metal Wonder Woman for the errata that were pretty ridiculous in, in pairs or three of them, they're starting to kind of calm that down, which is good to see. Yeah. And see it's, that trend.
0: It's definitely getting back to the trend of the good old days with the stats because she ends with a four movement. Uh, So that's kind of for all of us dinosaurs out there. We remember those great stats at the end of their dials. At least the attack at the end is still a 10 and not like a a five like it used to be. (laughs) So she basically has a sidestep charge. Pretty much. (laughs) That's rough. Yep. Uh, Next one, we have another Ant-Man. So Ant-Man, 45 points, got that six movement. He's a flyer. Uh, I'm guessing he's on his one ant that flies. But uh, for 45 points, he is 7 clicks deep, so it takes 8 to kill him. He's got a trait. Friendly characters with tiny damage symbol have flight. Not bad. Uh, they're just not carrying anybody except for other people that have tiny. And then he has a damage power, which is empower. Uh, free, choose an adjacent friendly character that shares the keyword with Ant-Man. The chosen character has tiny damage symbol until your next turn. Uh, so he's a stealth character. He's a flyer. but he can only pick up people that are tiny. And he does have precision strike his entire dial. he's okay um,
1: no, I think he's amazing
2: actually but making someone tiny is a pretty big deal and then he's tiny being able yeah. to carry him for an empower um,
1: I think and, then he's he, pretty also, cool, yeah. and then he also gives them flight when he makes them tiny on top mm-hmm. of that
0: yeah so you you basically it's, it's nice to see a team that could be completely tiny for a change. Uh, The people that can make Tiny are Animals, Avengers, Detectives, Fantastic Fours, Guardians, and Stark Industries. Uh, So, yeah, he definitely has his uses. And for being seven clicks long for 45 points, you're definitely getting your money's worth for him.
2: And also, too, don't forget that uh, you don't lose the ability of your equipment when you're shrunk down as long as you were uh, um, equipped with it at the beginning of the game or assigned it. Yep.
0: Uh, Next one we have is Stinger. 45 points, Avengers TA, four range double target, uh, energy shield, friendly characters with tiny damage symbol can use energy shield. So he's a good one to pair with. Uh Ant-Man. Uh six charge, ten, uh, piston strike, eighteen senses with two damage, CCE. Again, not a bad figure. Definitely play him with Avengers. Um, because there are a lot of Avengers in this for sealed. So he'd be a good shield piece, especially for the uh uh, adjacent, friendly, tiny characters can use energy shield. Uh, Dan. Oh, they don't have to even be adjacent. Oh, really? They're
2: just friendly, yeah. So anyone that's tiny just automatically has ESD now. Ah. Yep. So from range, they're uh, a plus three, which is yep.
0: pretty good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Uh,
0: and Stinger is Casey Lang, Scott's daughter. All right, Dan, take this uh, symbiotic uh, Iron Man.
1: Okay, so he is 60 points. He's got four range with two targets. He's got the Avengers TA, which has been updated, so it's a, it's a bit different now. It's when at the beginning of the game you choose a keyword or team ability and then when anyone with the Avengers TA targets them, they get plus one attack, which is pretty good. Um, he's got the armor Avengers, Illuminati scientist, Stark Industries and Symbiote keyword. Um, so he's six clicks long. He's got two traits. His first trait is precision strike. Friendly characters that are adjacent or have the Avengers keyword can use precision strike. And then his next one is plasticity shape change. Um, so he's your, he's a really good support piece starting out. So he's sidestep TK barrier and leadership. And then he shifts for his last three clicks to running shot, no attack power, uh, Involve, and uh, RCE. So he's interesting, but I think it's that his sixty points will limit how he like, i don't think he'll make it into the meta even though i think he's got a really good kit overall um he's just people will shy away from him because he's 60 points yeah. so he'll be a he'll be good and sealed like he'll be amazing and sealed i think yeah he's could see in pulp too given yeah uh, like an avengers pulp team yeah i'd say so
0: yeah yeah he's an automatic play in sealed in my opinion uh, but for I computer, mean, you know, competitive, like you said, unfortunately, there is a little guy named Venom Magneto that pretty much does everything that he does except for the barrier.
1: Um. Well, given that TK got changed, Venom Magneto's. I mean, obviously, he's you still get the double because he can do it once for free. But um, the him doing the TK thing isn't as big anymore because he can't TK quite as far.
0: Yes, that is true. So, um, but no, I still like this Iron Man a lot, actually. I could I'll be definitely playing him uh for all of his versatility. Uh Ryan, <clears throat> why don't you take Captain Marvel? Uh so she has a
2: switch click uh base, whatever it is, gimmick thing where you can turn her to a different color. So she's got one run of five clicks where it is running shots. Pensai invulnerability and Range Combat Expert. Uh, Pretty basic. uh, Speed is 8, 10 attack, 17 defense, and 3 damage. So with the Range Combat Expert Pensai, you're doing a running shot, 11 for 4. She's only a 17 defense on that top dial, though. She does have Cosmic Energy, so she can at least not have that outwitted. Uh, But then you can always change her to a more close combat dial, where she is an 8 charge, 11 super strength, 18 impervious uh, with... Three damage close combat expert. She dies pretty easy for 70 points. And uh, we ended up getting a a brick um, that we've already played from um, someone that won it at uh, E Huntington's uh, event. And I played her, and she I was hoping was going to play a little bit better, but she got chewed up pretty easy. So I'm not a
0: fan of this one. Yeah, she's she gets good towards the end of her dial, at least with her. Her range one but the i mean she's still 11 for four but uh yeah she just with the 17 defense is pretty rough to start off with in the five range pretty but yeah she's easy to
2: double tap for 70 points that's the thing is it's 70 points for that
0: yeah i mean at least she can do five damage on her other one with um a object and cce so that's something at least but mm-hmm. um she's she gives you versatility. Uh, Whether you, if uh, you're playing a stealth team, you switch a charge or vice versa, you can do the uh, running shot one. Uh, Next one, we have Spider-Man Robot for 40 points. So this is a prob piece, so it is an automatic play and Sealed. Has a trait, power, choose another friendly character within eight squares that share a keyword with Spider-Man Robot and place them adjacent to Spider-Man Robot. If the chosen character has the Council of Cain's keyword, remove an action token from them as well. So they have Council of Kings, Future, Past, and Robot. They are a Leap Climber with in-cap, 17 toughness, and that four ranged um, probability control. And Super Sense is on a six, so not bad. I don't think you'll see this in competitive, but definitely in sealed. I like that power, but yeah, it's
2: not amazing. No.
0: Uh, then we have an Ultron Drone, which has three different clicks. Uh, 30 points, Masters of Evil. First one is Charge with Toughness and CCE. Second one is Plasticity with Invuln and Empower, and then it's Mind Control, Precision Strike, and um, Impervious. <clears throat> and then the trait is when Ultron Endor- Drone starts the game, turn it to any starting line. So, you know, not bad for 30 points. I don't mind it.
2: I think it's a cool g- generic.
0: Yeah, it's not great. It's not bad. It's somewhere in the middle and masters of evil team ability, which is always nice. Uh, Jessica Jones, who would like to take her?
1: Uh, I guess I can
0: go. Okay. All right. So
1: she is 40 points. She has zero range. Uh, she's got Avengers defenders, detective heroes for hire and Marvel Knights. She's got two traits and a special damage power. She starts out with stealth toughness and damage power. The damage power, she has her whole dial. She has no attack power. Um, Her first trait is, when establishing theme teams, choose a friendly character. The chosen character gains the detective keywords. that's, I think, her big trick is you can pull someone onto a detective theme team, which that's getting a lot of juice lately, so I think that could be pretty good. Um, And then her next trait is, more than I seem, so leap climb, close combat expert, so that's pretty good. So she's starting out in 11-3. It's not bad. Uh, and then her damage power is perplexed when she uses it to target an opposing character. After resolution, roll a d6, five six. Remove an action token from her on an adjacent, from her or an adjacent friendly character with the detective keyword. So, uh, kind of like leadership, it's kind it's neat. Um, she, you might see play in pulp, maybe. I, I don't know. Uh, but I don't know if she'll make. She, uh, someone might try her in competitive. She's forty points for that. I don't know. Just to make the detective thing work, but I don't know. It's one of those that's like I could see Detective making some inroads lately, but I don't know if it's quite there yet.
0: Yeah, people like to do um, Detective right now. I think they're trying to make it. I don't know if there's enough Detective. I'm not sure what there all is in for Pulp. For I guess there's a lot for the Avengers, but uh, she's really shines on Detective teams. I don't think there's enough on, um, Pulp for Detective, to be honest. But I could be wrong. Uh, Ryan, you want to take Vision? Yeah.
2: Uh, So Vision is 60 points. He's got a 6 charge, 10 pensai, 18 special defense, which is invincible and super senses, and then a 3 damage with close combat expert, and then a trait Uh, phasing teleport and when vision makes a close attack characters within one square are considered adjacent regardless of terrain so that's kind of cool because he can kind of just attack uh, on the other side of a wall or um elevate it or anything like that if you really wouldn't normally be able to and i know a lot of people don't like having um range attack powers and then close combat stuff like with the charge and the close combat expert i think it's kind of fun it makes the character a little bit different so you also just have some more options i'd rather see that than no power at all yep um, but 60 points just seems like a lot
0: yeah for a three charge or three range charge that's rough yeah uh and then the last comment is bats we kind of talked about this person a few podcasts ago but 30 points miss team mobility Two traits, a uh, unique modifier adjacent friendly characters that share a keyword with bats, modify, attack by plus one, and then super senses. Uh, and then she is just a phasing, in-cap willpower with enhancement and is tiny. So uh, good for Mysticals, good for Avengers, because they have uh, Avengers, Animal Defenders, Mystical and Pet Avengers. Uh, just a nice support beat for 30 points.
2: This one will see competitive play for sure.
0: Yep. All right, on to the Uncommons. First one is Hulk. Ryan, you kind of look like Hulk, so why don't you take Hulk?
2: Uh, This is the tiny head one, so he's 75 points. Wait, the
0: tiny head one? Yeah, he's got a really tiny head. (laughs) It's all the steroids. That's the way
2: he (laughs) was in that run. Uh, He's got a a 6 charge, 11 super strength, 18 willpower, and 4 close combat expert. Uh, speed kind of hurts him. Uh, he's got the Avengers TA and Defenders. Uh, what's cool about him is that Hulk can reduce penetrating damage, and when Hulk is dealt damage, roll a d6 and reduce the damage by half the result. So he doesn't really have, like, a standard power defense. He just reduces uh, a random amount of penetrating damage. So... Uh, 75 points is a lot, but uh, it's cool that he doesn't get shut off by um, pieces like Leech or uh, Scarlet Witch or um,
0: Agatha. And four clicks of regen. Yeah. And he's got flurry steel energy towards the end, so he's just a healing machine. He is a definite play in sealed. Uh, He is potentially doing six damage because he's got super strength and a four damage CCE. Uh, but the six square charge turned to three does kind of hurt him but that's a at lot least of... you
2: have to play the small maps and
0: sealed which yes. is good <laughs> um, there's a lot of figures with six range in this set so we're not gonna dwell too much on those. Uh, they really are going to a smaller um, arena and stats um, but Do you once mean speed? or speed uh, so once all the other sets catch up, I think this guy will see not more play, but he'll definitely be better. Uh, Scarlet Witch, Dan, would you, I think we talked about Scarlet Witch already, but uh, would you like to take Scarlet Witch?
1: Uh, sure. So Scarlet Witch is 35 points. She is another uh, really good support piece. So she starts out with sidestep. Uh, TK, Barrier, and her special damage power. Her special damage power, she has her entire entire dial. She has Avengers and Mystics. Um, She has four range, and so her damage power is uh, Perplex, probability control, but only to target opposing characters. So she's just a really good support piece. I think she might see some play. Um, Giving you a lot of what you want, so I I don't see why she wouldn't be played.
0: Yeah. I like her. Perplex, Prob, TK, Barrier, Mystic, Sidestep. Uh, Great for 35 points. They're kind of always, they never know what to do with a Scarlet Witch. Either she's 30 points or she's 150 points or she's 75 points. She's kind of all over the place. Like they can't ever kind of like stick to one point value with her. But I do like this version of her. Uh, next one we have is Hellcat, 40 points, Avengers and Defenders, has a trait. Hellcat has Safeguard Mystic's team ability, so she just ignores that. And then she has a Speed Power, which is Charge and Leap Climb. Uh, she's your basic Charge Blades uh, exploit figure. That's about it. She does have uh, some Leap Climb, Precision Strike, CCE in the middle, and then she ends with some Mind Control and Regen, but I don't think she's very good. It's a very weird dial. Yeah. It's two clicks of blades, two clicks of precision strike, and then two clicks of, like, mind control. It's just kind of all over the place. But, I mean, 40 points, six clicks long. It's not terrible, but it's also not great. Uh, but loot cage. All right, 70. So he has two point values, 70, and he has 40. So he has team player and Avengers. He has movement destroy blocking. And he has a speed power, charge, leap, climb. When Luke Cage destroys one or more pieces of blocking terrain, if he isn't holding an object, he may immediately generate an object and hold on to it. He also has an attack power, super strength. When Luke Cage is given a close or range terrain action, increase the damage dealt by one. So he kind of has old school super strength when he picks up a heavy. Uh, and for 70 points, you're starting out with that speed power, attack power, inv- 18 invincible with three damage. Uh, in power and then at his 40 you got all the same stuff uh except it's a 17 impervious i think he's really good at 40 points
2: yeah for sure he'll see play uh
0: the fact that he can just blow through people's uh barrier and then just pick up an object uh because you can't pick up barrier now so now he's doing five damage with that barrier marker correct Mm -hmm. yep um and just in power, two team player, he's just overall really good. I like him, I think he'll be seeing play on uh, he's got Fantastic Four, he's got Avengers. Uh, I don't think Defenders is there for keywords, but he's got two good keywords there. Uh, definitely we'll see play. Then
2: it's uncommon, so he's just a great piece in pulp, even.
0: Yep, definitely see him in pulp. Uh, Misty Knight, 30 points. Defenders has a trait when establishing theme teams: choose a friendly character. The chosen character has detective keyword, and then leadership free. Choose one until your next until choose one to last this turn. Close combat expert and empower or enhancement and range combat expert. Uh, so for sealed, she's an automatic play because she's 30 points leadership, and she is a six stealth, 10 super strength, 17 toughness with two damage with that one power and four-range double double target. Um, I like her a lot, actually. She's not bad. Uh, She might see play. She doesn't have the greatest keywords, to be honest. But if you're not playing keyword, um, leadership and close combat expert and power enhancement and range combat expert, not bad at all
2: if you're going into detective it's a nice detective leadership option and then you can just grab another piece and then the utility of either close combat expert and empower or enhancement and range combat experts pretty nice to be able to choose those
0: yeah i like her a lot actually uh jocasta we haven't had a jocasta in a long time what was the last one age of Ultron. i think so I don't think there Sounds was right. one in Civil Civil War, but I think um, Age of Ultron. Yeah, because that one was a Possessor. Now that I remember it. Uh, so 75 points, team player, has two traits. If a friendly character named Ultron is on your force, modify Jocasta's attack by plus one. If the friendly character named Ant-Man is on your force, modify Jocasta's defense by plus one. So she could potentially be a 19 or 12 for 19 if you play both of them. And then when Jokasa is KO'd after resolutions, deal three damage to all characters within two squares of the last square she occupied. So, like, if she got knocked back into a wall, you would do it from that position. Uh, She's got sidestep. She's got an 11, precision strike, 18, impervious, and three damage outwit. Kind of pricey for 75 points.
2: And you can't really time when she gets KO'd all the time, so you're dealing
0: three damage to possibly your characters as well. So would it would this work? Where if I were to hit her, let's say she she has or I have super strength or I roll doubles, would she be KO'd in the spot that I hit her in, or would I knock her back? Like let's say if I KO'd her, would I knock her back first and then she'd be KO'd?
2: Well, it depends on if you KO with the attack damage or the the knockback damage.
0: Yeah. So I'll say it. So if you did kill her and let's say one shot but you rolled doubles would she die in the square or would the knockback happen first
2: the she'd get ko'd because you would click first
0: okay i didn't know if you would knock back first and then do the ko but i guess knockback is after resolutions
2: Uh, it's still part of the um
0: uh what is it called
2: order of operations uh, that's close enough to what I'm looking for, <laughs> um, but basically, yeah, she would take the damage from the attack, and then you would knock her back after, because that's what matters is on the dial as far as toughness or anything like that. Okay. So if she's KO'd from that initial attack damage, she can't get knocked back. Gotcha. Um.
0: All right. Who would like Grandmaster? Let's
1: see. Um. I can take him. So I think. Grandmaster might see him play in. Was it Popper? I guess. Popper. Um, so, yeah, he's ninety or forty points. I think it's the forty points is where you see him. Um, so he's got a. If you play him at nine, oh no, he's just got his special damage power, which is on clicks one through four, um, which is once per turn you may reroll a roll made by a character within range and line of fire, and then adjacent opposing characters can't use prob that's pretty big. Um I think that's I mean he has six range, he's cosmic power so you can't outwit him. Um, I think I think for 40 points with with cosmic and stuff, I could see people playing him. Um
0: and it's re-roll the, a roll, not an attack roll, so it could be census. Yeah. it could be breakaway, it could be whatever kind of roll you want.
1: Yeah, so being able to just re-roll anything potentially, well, as long as it's a roll obviously, is just good in general, so I think that's why he'd see play at 40 so
0: yeah i like him and then um
1: you're you're getting phasing precision strike toughness and then that damage power otherwise his last three clicks are plasticity uh steel energy toughness and outwit so
0: yep i don't mind him at all no i think he's good um what all right now we got a big beefy boy uncommon thanos uh 175 points Uh, He's an auto-play and sealed, in my opinion. Uh, Trait at the beginning of your turn. You may choose an opposing character that dealt damage to Thanos since your last turn. If you do, choose a displayed standard power that character can use, and Thanos can use that power until your next turn. And then his last click, which is click 11, is stop, invincible, and regen. So this guy, uh, Cosmic Energy, of course, flyer. Uh, First five clicks, he's got running shot. He also has Precision Strike with 12s and 11 attacks. Uh, Also has Invincible and Shape Change. So there's a lot to chew through this guy. Uh, This guy might be another popper or pulp guy that people consider because there's just so much to chew through this guy. And then he ends with six clicks of Sidestep, Psychic Blast, Impervious, except for the Stop Click, and then six clicks of Outwit. Um, So things like Stealth and things like that can hurt him but like i said there's a lot to chew through with this guy
2: i still think at 175 he's going to get overwhelmed relatively quick you can't outwit him but with only a 19 defense uh i don't really
0: think he's going to last too long you just got to hope you hit those uh shape changes yeah um i mean it's kind of nice that <clears throat> excuse me you can steal stuff so maybe you can steal combat reflexes you can steal prob you could steal hypersonic whatever you want so there are some options um Mm -hmm. unfortunately they have to be printed standard powers they can't he can't take them off a special powers. so that is a downfall but um just in sealed he's very hard to take down i think um excuse me uh the leader or leader this guy definitely will see competitive play uh 35 points six range triple target starts off with stealth TK senses and prob and then he has a trait mind control when leader uses it he can use improved targeting hindering elevated and characters. so he's kind of like a mini Thanos for 35 points Um, I like this guy a lot I I mean he's a very simple figure to play and he just is very effective when he does
2: I got to play him in our uh, battle royale and he was easily my MVP he's uh, he works very very well just yeah, like what you think you would.
0: Even that 10 attack, that's not really a problem for him?
2: Um, I, I think I had a perplex, so I was making him an 11 for a lot of them. But, you know, if you're not doing the mind control, you still have a TK and a, a prob. I think the, the biggest thing is that he doesn't have leadership to really just throw him over the, the top. But mm-hmm. um, that's still pretty
0: good to even be just a little bit further behind everything. Yeah. A leader without leadership. Uh, Red Hulk. Brian, um, would you like to take this guy? They've never really made a good. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Red She Hulk. Um, they really don't like Red Hulks, to be honest.
2: Uh, she uh, she's uh, 75 points. She gets stronger as she gets uh, or takes more damage. She starts off with uh, an eight charge, ten quake, eighteen invulnerability, and a four perplex. She ends on an eight leap climb. 12 steel energy, 16 invincible, and 5 battle fury. Uh, she does have improved movement destroys blocking, and then she has a trait which is willpower, and red She-Hulk's defense powers have protected outwit. That part's kind of nice, because the 75 points is a little pricey. Not
0: being able to outwit the defense is a nice little bonus. Yeah. just uh, She's not great. No, she's not. I don't like the Eight leap climb his her last two clicks. Yeah, like,
2: flurry I, would have been. Yeah.
0: better. <laughs> I like the twelve attack with invincible and battle fury, but the leap climb is just just there. <laughs> like that's the yeah, best I thing like to say. I like to see flurry. Yeah, uh, Dan, I'll let you choose. Do You want Korvac or do you want the Beyonder to end the uncommons? Uh, I will take Beyonder. All right, Korvac, uh, one hundred points. Cosmic energy. He has a trait. When Korvac takes damage from a ranged attack, after resolutions, give him a charge token. When Korvac makes a ranged attack, you may remove any number of his charge tokens to modify his damage by the number of tokens removed. Alright. Uh, he's got an attack power, steel energy, but with any attack, when Korvac uses it, he instead heals a number of clicks equal to the number of his charge tokens. So he's all about getting hit. And then I'm sorry, all about um hitting up and charging up, hence the charge tokens. And then he has leadership, outwit, and shape change. Uh, So he starts with a 6 sidestep, 11 attack with not that attack power, 17 or um, invincible, 4 damage with that attack power. And then the rest of his dial, he has the lightning capture, which is a steel energy click. Uh, For 100 points, for just steel energy, I'm not a fan. I'm sorry, with um, sidestep, I'm not a fan. I mean, seven range. He's the highest range, range so far.
2: Cosmic yeah. energy. I feel like I like this guy more than I should. Um, but, yeah, leadership, outwit, shape, change. And then that steel energy, you can do uh, two clicks if you hit. So, I don't know. I, like I said, I feel like I like him more than I should, uh, especially like for like a pulp or something. He's not seen like competitive, competitive play, but um, I think
1: he's kind of a fun piece. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a fun piece. I mean you can easily... I'm not saying, like, base, he's not that great, but you could put the surfboard on him, and he then has hypersonic, so.
2: I think that's a fine investment on him.
0: Yeah. yeah. Don't hate that at all.
2: Because he's the guy, what is it, you have to have cosmic, otherwise you have to roll to unequip?
1: Yeah,
0: exactly. He's He's just got that,
2: so yeah, he just, give him hypersonic now.
0: Yeah,
1: so now he has a six hypersonic with sidestep, and good, good starting stats, I mean, otherwise, like, the leadership out with shape change is good, so.
0: Yep um all right talk about beyonder dan all right so he is either 225
1: or 100 points 100 points actually pretty reasonable to be fair um so he has six range he's also cosmic energy obviously um he's got celebrity cosmic and humans politician um he's got a trait and a special defense power his trait is greater than the fabric of reality so he's got traded prob which is awesome um and then he's got the defense power which is on clicks five and then clicks ten and eleven which is the stop regeneration super senses. So he's going to be hard to kill. Um, for 225, you start with a 10, 11, 18, 5 hypersonic precision invincible outwit. Um, for 100 points, you start with running shots, side blast, uh, impervious, and uh, close combat expert, 10, 11, 18, 3. So I like this guy actually. Um, he seems pretty cool. But uh, I don't think he'll see competitive play. He might see he might see like uh, pauper or, pulp or play, but
0: yeah, I don't. I actually don't mind him at 100 points. I think you get a lot for him. You get two stop clicks. You get uh, the option of with the Psychoplast for range or the close combat up close. You got the uh, traded probability control. Uh, you got ways to heal. I don't think you're playing him at 225, except for maybe in sealed if you have no other options. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe for fun. I think
1: this guy would be tough to deal with in sealed, so a 225 might be the play for him. Uh
0: Yeah. Um, just a lot of chew through, just like, uh, I don't know. I was talking about somebody else too, about chewing through him, but, um, he's not bad. I kind of wish for the beyonder because we got that one long time ago. That was really unique. I kind of wishing, I guess, for a little bit more for a beyonder. I don't know anything about beyonder. I just know he's a lot of points <laughs> both times he's been made. Um, but yeah, he'd be a fun piece. And he's, I mean, we're getting these cool tent po- tent poles in the uncommon. I mean, we got Thanos as a tent pole. We got a Beyonder as a tent pole. Um, so I'd like to see that in the uncommon slots. All right. We are going to end with the rares. So the first one we have is, is this Michelin? Militant. Militant. Sorry. I was thinking Michelin tires. Uh, militant, 50 points, Hydra team ability. <laughs> Uh, he is a 19 defend character. He's got two traits. First one is when a friendly character with a hydro team ability is KO'd, modify Militant's damage by plus one until the end of your turn. So you just send out those lackeys, and then he'll get a buff in damage. And then he also has another trait, which is leadership. When Militant uses it and succeeds, after resolutions, he may generate that Hydra agent that we talked about a long time ago. And then he has a damage power. Power, move a friendly character with Hydra team ability up to half its speed. So, kind of like Kazar, but was Kazar half at speed too? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, it's basically the Kazar for Hydra. So, there are a couple so yeah, of Hydra people out there. Limited. Yeah. A couple. But the 19 defends nice for 15 points. Uh, he is a charge, super strength figure. So, he can get that damage bumped up pretty easily if you just send out those lackeys. Um, I don't mind him at all, actually. I like him a lot. Again, the Hydra 4 guys look really fun. Uh, Five more points, putting
2: Carter's shield on him to give him the uh, plus one. In addition to that, defend with adjacent is pretty cool. So I like him.
0: Yep, he's not bad at all. Um, We have three primes. So, um, Dan, is there a certain prime out of these rares that you want to talk about before we move on? Do you want Captain America, Iron Man, or Hulk?
1: Not in the rares, so whichever y'all want to talk about, I will take the uh, last one. All right, Dan, um, Ryan, which one did you want?
2: Uh, I'll probably talk about Hulk because he'll be the most competitive.
0: Okay, I'll take Captain America. That will leave Dan with Iron Man. So Captain America, 45 points, uh, is a charge, persistent strike, 19 toughness, three damage, CCE character. He's got three traits. First one is leadership willpower when Captain America uses either and succeeds after resolutions, you may heal one click for every friendly character that shares a keyword with him. So if you have five characters with the keywords that he has, he can just heal up five. I'm reading that right. Correctly. No. What's why am I reading that wrong? When after resolutions you may heal one click for each click. on a no, it's Oh, on a, on a, okay. So it's not him. It's on a friendly character. Okay, so yeah, all so if all your characters are dinged up, they can heal a click.
1: No, they, it's only one.
0: You may Not heal one. a god piece.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: just, just trying because he's a prime I character. I'm like he's a prime, he should be doing something cool. After resolution, you may heal one click on a friendly character. A That's... Friendly character, but it's
1: each instance. So if you get both, you can heal two different people one click or one person two clicks.
0: Um, I think I was throwing I'll the word succeed. Yeah, I think I was throwing the word each in there for some reason. And that's where I got messed up. Okay, so he's a kind of a heal piece. He's not too bad with that uh trait. What's cool though is that could be from across the
2: map. So you can succeed on leadership or willpower back at your starting area and then a piece across the map
0: you can still pick them to heal. Yeah. Yep. Uh second trait is knockback energy shield deflection, range uh range four, improved targeting adjacent. Make wow, range range. So it's range power action, right? Or is that just range attack? Okay,
1: it's, it's the capital, it's the capital
0: range. So, okay. yes, so range power action with a range of four because he does have a zero range, improve targeting adjacent. Make a range attack. If Captain America made a close attack this turn, he may use this trait as free instead. So, to sum it up, he hits somebody close and then he can make a range attack out of adjacency. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of text right there. Holy cow. Very Um, cool little trait though. Yeah. It's kinda like Skybreaker.
1: Um, a
2: little bit, yeah. yeah. A little bit.
1: I mean yeah, it's I mean, well, it's fairly fairly the same thing. You don't have to use blades, but yeah, you have to make a close attack. Yeah. And it's just you don't have to
2: make it against the same person. So you can charge up, make a close attack thirteen for four, and then make a range attack on somebody else within four. Yeah. You still got two bolts that you get to use that
0: on. So yeah, it's it's really good. And you don't have to succeed. You just have to make a close attack. So you are, it's basically kind of like a a flurry, but one with a close, one with a range. So not bad at all. And then this is the one that I like. It's a no, you move. When it's not your turn, friendly characters have a mobile. When it is your turn, opposing characters can't use a mobile. So they can't TK you, they can't knock you back. And then when it's your turn, they can they just I'm trying to think of when that would come into play when they can't use immobile. Like the blob, I guess, if you ever face the blob, you could just not even know if that's I don't even know if that's officially immobile. Uh, Let me look up blob real quick. I'm just trying to think when that second part of that power would be useful.
2: Mobile. yeah, I'm not sure when that would come into play, really, because typically you're handing Immobile out to other people.
0: Uh, the blob from Dark Phoenix Saga has Immobile, but only if it's not your turn. So I guess if you would play against a, that certain blob, it doesn't mm. matter.
2: <laughs> Sometimes, too, when they print stuff like this, there's something coming in the next set where, you know, maybe Immobile is something that they're going to start using a little bit more frequently.
0: Yeah. But I like the fact that uh, people just can't knock you back. So you don't have to worry about that. For 45 points. Damage. Yeah, that's a very good dial. Very fun piece. Yep. So if you happen to be playing against a dark side or a kinpin or a frogman, screw you. Uh, <laughs> uh, Falcon, uh, 50 points. Now this is one a lot of people are talking about. Uh, 50 points Avengers, movement um, characters, because still so can ignore characters. Uh, Traits, move. Move. After resolutions, you may choose a standard friendly character that shares a keyword with Falcon, which are Avengers and Soldier, um, that he moved through during his action if you do place that character adjacent to them. So it's not a carry. It's just a place. So then that character can make an attack afterwards or make an action afterwards as well. So you're moving six, you're dropping nine. It's technically like a nine TK <clears throat> and um, they ignore characters. So you don't have to worry about breaking away. Uh, and it's a really good power for fifty points. Very much. And then he has a flying or um movement ability, which is charge when Falcon use it after resolutions, roll a D6 and give him a number and give him roll a D six and move him a number of squares up to half the result. So if you roll a five or a six, you move three. So then can you charge and then is it move and charge the same thing or no? No, no. It's a charge.
1: No, charge lets you move half your speed then make a close for okay. free. Well, that's no. It, it, this is just a capital move. Um he'd have to just take the move action. If there was some way to g- give him like an attack afterwards, okay, but otherwise, yeah, he's just moving.
0: Okay. But you could you could pair that up with a sidestep, right? So you could give him a 10 speed and then drop 11?
1: Mm, yes, it had to be after the th- fact no uh no because you'd have to well you would sidestep and then move is what i mean uh n- no because you have to what was it that he has to he to move through this as long as you're still moving through the person yeah okay
0: i'm just trying but to think you... if there's ways to bump i mean you can use Are you perplex, talking about so... trying to do it twice no just i mean maybe uh but just to give him a little bit more speed is all oh, right mean, so you're thought, yeah, you can just sidestep, I
2: guess, for an extra okay. two, but I don't know, or a TK or something or like that, yeah. or like a tempo or something like that. Yeah, but you're just making a move action. Is yeah, that's it.
0: but you could you do sidestep place? No, no. attack. You can't do that. Okay. No. What is sidestep considered again? It's not a. It's move. a free. No, it's, it's a move. free. But it's not a move. It's just a free. It's a, it's a lowercase move. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yes. Awesome. It's free. It
2: says free, and then move up to two.
0: They they had to throw in those uppercase and lowercase words just to make little most, changes. Most of them. Most of us understand it. Most of us, people that host six, podcasts, don't. Um, Sixty-six point <laughs> six of the people on this podcast right now understand it. On several podcasts, don't understand it. <laughs> um. And then he has energy shield deflection F Tustis. But um, he'll see a play for sure.
2: Especially that pulp. I think Avengers are pretty strong in that format
1: already. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh,
0: And then tactical force, which is Carl. I don't know who Carl is, but that's who real name it is. Uh, 75 points. Hydra. Has two traits. When a friendly character with a Hydro team ability is KO'd, modify his damage by plus one until you end your turn. And then his other trait is Energy Shield Deflection. Friendly characters within range and line of fire are considered adjacent to each other for Hydro team ability. Not bad. Uh, He's a Prober, so you're probably playing him in Sealed. And he's a running shot Energy Explosion with Invincible. So not bad at all for Sealed. Probably not going to see play in Competitive. Uh, all right, Dan, what about the prime version of Tactical Force, which is Iron Man?
1: Uh, so this Iron Man is interesting. He a 100 points. He has five range. He has the Avengers TA. Uh, he is eight clicks long. He has the armor, Avengers, Scientist, and Stark Industries keyword. He has three traits. So his first one is leadership willpower. When he uses either and succeeds, after resolutions, you may remove an action token from a friendly character that shares a keyword with him. So he can do that across the board, which is amazing. Um, And again, that's where you it's each instance of them that you succeed, you can do it. So, Uh, And then he has, uh, the next one is Energy Shield Deflection. When Iron Man makes a range attack, you may modify his attack plus two. If you do, until your next turn, he can't use Energy Shield Deflection. So, good way to get some offense. You are giving up your ESD, but it could still pay off, which is nice. Um, and then his last trait is at the beginning of the game, give each other friendly character an armor token. Friendly characters with an armored token have wing movement symbol, vuln and when this character is dealt damage after resolutions, remove their armor token. So, I mean that's just really good. You're giving out flight and uh, a good damage reducer to characters that potentially might not have either. So, it's not bad. He's expensive, but I think his utility could is the thing that could have him. C play, but I don't. I just don't know at this point. It's one of those where, uh, being a thirty-year build, um, he does an awful lot, but I I don't know if it's what people want.
0: Yeah, thirty-year build points. and your and your prime slot.
1: I yeah. mean, he's still an amazing prime. Yes. But...
2: May, uh, choosing to have a a fourteen attack top dial on a range attack is pretty nice, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, I know. That's what I thought. I was like, the fourteen attack is, is pretty nice. All right, we are back. Uh, my internet went out, so we're going to try Dr. Strange all over again. So he is 60 points, Mystics and Defenders. He's got a speed power, which is Phase Teleport. Uh, free, place Dr. Strange in a square of smoke cloud or smoke terrain within range of line of fire. And then an attack ability, Smoke Cloud. Smoke Cloud is free, but only to generate two markers. Friendly characters occupying smoke terrain mar- markers, ger- ch- wow, generated by Dr. Strange, modify defense plus one. Opposing characters occupying smoke terrain generated by Dr. Strange modified defense plus one or minus one and lines of fire drawn to them. Can't be hindered. Um, He's not bad. He is a prob for four damage. So I do think you're playing him in sealed. I want to like this guy, but it's hard for me to do so. Like, I feel like he should be good looking at his stats and powers, but I don't think he does enough. Yeah.
2: He just doesn't get any move and attack really ever. It's always phasing teleport um but in the four range kind of hurts him it the nice trade-off is that free smoke cloud and the four damage and prob but he still lacks a little bit i think
0: yeah like that opening dial 10 11 18 four looks really good for 16 points but it's just phasing and smoke cloud
2: yeah he does have the, the free place which helps him a little bit and the free smoke cloud still but it's still uh within range and line of fire so it's only about four which i guess isn't terrible for the new stats but They tried a little bit harder with this one, at least, to make him a little bit more playable. So he's not just standing still, at least. So I I don't know, another five points he can sidestep with cloak.
1: Yeah, I mean, he also just has four damage for a change. Like most doctors, trains don't get above three. So this is yeah. See, they made him. They made him a
2: little bit better in certain ways, which is cool. So yeah, he's kind of like Scarlet Witch, where they keep making him a little bit different, many different times. Sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't.
0: Uh, Next one is Quasar, and uh, I'm just going to say this guy sucks. Uh, 115 points. He's got an eight range, or I'm sorry, eight running shot with an 11 attack special power, which is psychic blast. And when he attacks uh, for each character hit, you can choose either give that character an action token or place that character in a square adjacent to Quasar. And then his last four clicks is energy, shield deflection, and invuln. So that's 115 points, or you can play him at 65 points and lose running shot and get phasing. Um, Yeah, this guy's just trash.
2: I feel like this is a piece that you pull and sealed, and it's your rare, and you're like, well, I guess I got to play him. Yeah. You, You running shot attack and miss and then give up 115
0: points. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I just I don't see where they got one hundred and fifteen points. I mean, he has Guardians, TA, and Cosmic, so you can't uh, negatively modify his combat values and cannot win him. But he's just not good for one hundred and fifteen points. Yeah,
2: he drops pretty quick.
0: Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Ryan, you liked screaming Mimi a couple episodes ago, so why don't you quickly talk about her again?
2: Uh, I'm just happy they made the character. And when I originally saw it, I thought we were going to get a lot more of Masters or uh, like Thunderbolts. So, in that regard, I was a little disappointed. I was hoping we were getting some old identity uh, Thunderbolts, but still pretty cool to see her. Um, She has a four range Masters of Evil team ability for 40 points, six speed with a special speed power, leap, climb, and plasticity. And 11 attack with a special attack power, Pulse Wave. When Screaming Mimi uses it, choose Earthbound Neutralized or Battle Fury. Hit characters can use the chosen power until your next turn. And then uh, she has a Trait, which is just free, move up to one square. So her mobility isn't huge, um, but it's uh, cool to have the... Oh, she's got 18 combat reflexes and uh, 3 perplex. So you kind of try to base uh, for the combat reflexes. The perplex is nice. Uh forty points for five clicks is okay, I guess um pulse wave is always good, so
0: yeah, I mean, I'm I not like, gonna
2: make any competitive teams, but I'll play her for fun,
0: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I love eighteen combat reflexes and perplexed to uh, possibly make it a twenty one uh and plasticity so you can't get away from her. I think she'll be you gotta to deal this. with her, <laughs> yep gotta deal with her. Uh, War Machine, 95 points. Shield team ability is running shot, psychic blast, and a defensive power, which is invuln and super senses. When an adjacent friendly character with the armor or Stark Industries keyword is attacked, the attacking character can't positively modify their combat values except for range. That's not bad at all. And then a trait is sideline active once per uh, game for all characters with this trait. When a friendly character with the Sark Industries keyword is damaged by an attack after resolutions, you may generate War Machine from your starting from your sideline on click four adjacent to that character. If War Machine started the game due to this trait, when he would be when he would take damage, instead remove him from the game and your opponent scores ten points instead of his full point value. Not bad, but pretty short dial for ninety-five points.
2: Yeah, you're probably only playing him if there's an Iron Man on your team on your sideline.
0: Yeah, um, I just overall I don't think he's that good. I mean, he is doing twelve for four with second blast, but for ninety five points, it's a lot to ask for.
2: Yeah, you're uh, you're not playing him maybe for for fun on a weekday, but uh, you're putting him on your sideline if you're putting an Iron Man on there. I don't think too many modern pieces have Stark Industries, right? No, Iron Man, Iron not Man. really
0: any good ones uh dan would you like ultron or the hulk a version
1: uh i'll take ultron that's fine uh so ultron is either 120 or 75 points um he has improved targeting destroys blocking he's six range with two targets he is a boot guy unfortunately um he has a trait and a special defense power his trait is leadership uh when but uh, succeeds on a four to six when he uses it and succeeds, you may instead generate the Ultron drone, uh, which was the common we covered earlier. And then um, his defense power is on clicks one through four, which is invincible mastermind. So he's starting out for 120 points. He is a six-speed sidestep, twelve side blast, eighteen that special defense power, and four damage outwit. Um, his dials—he's got sidestep most of the dial. Then he starts, then he goes for two clicks to charge, and then two clicks of phasing. Uh, he's got steel energy on the back end. Um, his last click is a nineteen. Now that you might see that, but it is interesting they just they slotted that there. Um, this is an interesting Ultron because we usually get him as like a super or a chase. So I actually like that they put him in as a rare. Obviously, he could have been a little bit better, but I don't think this is this version's out like that terrible.
2: So I think you're happy if this is the rare you pulled and sealed.
1: Yeah, For I sure.
0: I'd agree. I definitely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's your classic Ultron. Just spits out drones and destroys blocking, which is nice. Kind of wish he had a little bit larger of a range and maybe a running shot. But overall, the Mastermind should keep him alive uh, pretty well as long as he's not outwitted. And he ends on a nineteen regen, which is always nice too.
2: I'd rather play him than Quasar at one fifteen. Yes,
0: hundred <laughs> percent. Um then I'll take the Hulk A version. So 100 points, <clears throat> Avengers and Defenders. 6 charge, 12 super strength, 18 invincible, 4 damage, CCE. So potentially can be doing 6 damage with an object. Uh, he does destroy blocking for movement. And he has two traits. When Hulk destroys one or more pieces of terrain, after resolutions, heal him one click. If it was a terrain marker, roll a D6 and heal him half the result instead. And then he has another trait, willpower hulk's defense powers have protected outwit so uh you do have to chew through this guy as well uh not bad for 100 points definitely play and sealed, probably not competitive uh, but let's talk about the prime version ryan
2: so the prime version is definitely going to be seeing play he's already uh over 100 dollars on pre-release prices um so he's 90 points or 10 points the 10 points is really where you're going to see him. He has uh, only an 8 leap climb, 10 quake, 17 toughness, and 3 damage. He has improved movement destroys blocking. And then his first trait is smash. If Hulk started the game on his red starting line at 10 points, he may only heal from his path of destruction trait, and when he does, he may heal past his starting line. And then his Path of Destruction trait is when Hulk destroys one or more pieces of blocking terrain, after resolutions, heal him one click. If it was a terrain marker, roll a d6 and heal him half the result instead. Uh, And then he's also got the willpower, and uh, Hulk's defense powers have protected outwit. So what's uh, ridiculous about the Path of Destruction trait and healing him that way is that you can have somebody barrier on your first turn, and then if you put the cape on him for another 5, uh, you can heal pretty uh, pretty crazily on your first turn.
0: Yeah, because you can heal you what? you can get them. I mean, you could heal at least three your first turn?
2: Uh, well, if it's a terrain marker, roll a D6 and heal him half the result. Yeah. So you can give him a move. So if somebody barriers, you can give them a move action and then trigger that roll a D6. You can sidestep and break another one and then roll a D6. And then if you have... Uh, does he share a keyword with uh, Kazar?
0: Brute, maybe? Brute, Mon- maybe? M- monster? Isn't Kazar a monster?
2: Uh, he's no. an animal, warrior. Where is he? And. No, I thought there was another way to make him move, and I can't think of what it is. Uh, maybe not. But still, he's going to be able to heal up really quick. And you are getting a. For a 15 point investment, you're able to get a 90 point prime pretty fast because you're also going to be making your opponent come to you so you can't pull that off. And let's just say you roll a five or a six just off those two instances. You're going from click nine to click three, which is already a 11 attack, 18 invincible, and three combat, a close combat expert. And all you have to do is just keep plowing through blocking terrain to keep healing up top dial which is at 90 points he's an eight charge 12 super strength 19 invincible and four close combat expert so you're making your opponent get to you because you're getting to that top dial real quick
0: man if you do end up killing him you get 10 points
2: yeah exactly so (laughs) uh he is gonna see play for sure
0: do you think this guy might get a reddit to once per turn for that path of destruction
2: I, um, I don't think so, because you're still taking usually a power action if you're doing more than one barrier. Um, it's still a prime, and I like any piece that makes your opponent come to you, and you can't just sit and do little tiny things from across the map. So I think he's a good piece, and he's a prime, so it takes your prime slot.
0: He's definitely the best prime or the rare prime. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, and, yes, he will definitely get uh play. Uh, Kazar is not a brute.
2: No, he's not. I thought there was another way to move and I can't remember what it is right now.
0: Uh, the cloak.
2: Yeah. The cloak, give him sidestep with the cloak and he can take a move action. So maybe I was just thinking about doing that twice. Cause he's got willpower too. So you can always remove the token on the second turn by chance.
0: Yeah. But no, he's definitely very good. Um, definitely see a lot of play. Definitely the best, uh, rare prime so far. And he can be
2: an X-Men also.
0: Yes, he can. (laughs) (laughs) But who can't nowadays, to be honest? Uh, He's definitely another one good for um, pulp, for sure.
2: Oh, he's prime, so you can't.
0: Oh, you're right. He's a prime. (laughs) He would be a top
2: candidate, though.
0: (laughs) Uh, And then last one we have is Abomination. He's got three different point levels, which are 120, uh, 90, and 60 uh, he is destroy movement through blocking. He has the path of destruction, just like Hulk did. He has uh, willpower uh, as a trait, and his powers can't be outwitted. And he's got another trait, which is Abomination. When Abomination is hit with a close attack after resolutions, roll d D6. Five through six deal the attacker one penetrating damage. Uh, again, very good and Sealed, a lot to chew through. Uh, he's got Charge, he's got Flurry, Super Strength, Quake. He's got full dial CCE. Uh, He is 120 points, so you're probably not playing him in competitive. But he is a fun place or fun in casual and for sealed for sure.
2: We actually uh, played him in our sealed game. We each had three boosters, and he was like one-shotting like multiple pieces. So he's that's the reason that Christine won that game. But he uh, he ate like Jessica Jones two times, two different ones, just one-shotting her. Yeah. So he's he's really good in sealed.
0: He never goes below a four damage with the CCE. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that is going to be it for tonight. So we've covered the comments through the rares. We're going to talk about the super rares, chases, and legacy cards next week. Uh, So we hope you guys have enjoyed the review so far. Like I said, today was pre-release day. I hope everyone's pulling well. We have our pre-release on Sunday. Ryan, I'm sure you have another one uh, the following day on Monday
2: yep we have a th- crazy three days of clicks in a row here <laughs>
0: that's right uh ryan has another asgard to mouth event on saturday why don't you quickly plug that one
2: uh that's just a 300 point soldier and uh, we're playing on the trenches map with the belgium wonder woman map uh two of those also and we got a bunch of stuff that just can basically deal you damage based off random dice rolls so at least six people i believe are coming to that one so that should be fun
0: Who's the current uh, belt wearer for that?
2: Uh, Matt Peterson, the penis.
0: The penis. And then the walking penis right next to him. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, that's... So, yeah, we got a lot of clicks coming up the next... June's going to be a little bit of a lull for me, at least. But then, once July starts, it's going to be boom, boom, boom. Uh, And then... I won't be able to make it to Worlds, unfortunately, but I am going to be making it to Gen Con, and we have all those other competitive events coming to Wisconsin as well. So, again, make sure that you check out the Cheesehead Championship on August 26th. We have States. Which day was States again? I can't remember. States
2: is set up for July 29th, which July, is a Saturday.
0: July 29th. That one not be at Coliseum, so will the Cheesehead Championship one. Um, And then we have the Patron coming up. What is today's date? Uh, It is the 24th. So a week from now, we'll be doing the Patron on our newly made Facebook website for uh, Facebook Live. Uh, We have a couple of boosters. We've got a bunch of super rares. We have a Scott Porter signed Cyclops, um, courtesy of Ryan from the Exoswords brick that he won last year through Oxit. So, make sure you join us for that. And if you're not a patron, head on to patreon.com backslash clicksing it and become a patron. But that is going to be our episode for tonight. Uh, we, like I said, we will finish up the review of Avenger 60th on uh, next week, Wednesday. But so far, I like this set. I think it's a fun set, it's a couple gems in there. And we haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. So, thanks, Stan, for joining me. Thanks, Ryan, for joining me as well. Um, and I hope everyone has a good night. And remember, not all superheroes wear capes. Some roll dice. Have a good night.